Let me make you rich. <laughs> Let me make you rich. Hey, hey, this is Sharon Trivata. Welcome back to the Business School Podcast. And in this episode, I'm going to tell you something that makes me so uncomfortable saying uh, these words because I was not raised this way to talk about money, to flash it, to flaunt it, to throw it out the window, to burn it, to jump on an airplane, to say, woo woo, 10x. That's just not me. But regardless of the fact, I want to tell you about what I've learned that can make you rich. It makes me uncomfortable, but I made a lot of these mistakes and I want you to learn from it. I'm going to tell you about exactly the mistakes that I made, the things that I did to get better, and the final solution that I figured out so that just doing this one thing, if I had started doing this 10, 20 years ago, it would have changed the financial bloodline of my family forever. I'm going to break down. Uh, exactly what this is and how to do it. And it all starts right now. One thing is for certain, just because it's tried and true doesn't mean it's working right now. So the big question is this, where can you learn what is working right now? The strategies, the tactics, the psychology, and the exact how to, how to grow your business. How to blow up your personal brand and supercharge your personal growth? That is the question, and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Sharon Trivata, and welcome to Business School. What a promise. Let me make you rich. Let me make you rich. So first off, I've got to tell you, I am extremely uncomfortable uh, even talking about this topic because um, I'm... Indian and Indian people don't talk about money. I don't, my parents and I don't talk about money. We don't talk about money in the house. Money is like this taboo topic that no one wants to talk about. They, they'll hand you some money for your birthday and for New Year's, but talking about money, how much money you make, how much money you have, totally not cool in our culture, or at least not in my family at least. And so this very topic makes me so uncomfortable, which is why if you look at any of my posts and any of the content that I've created, I just veer away from talking about money because even though several of my coaches and mentors have told me that, hey, Sharon, if you actually told people the truth about what you have and how much you make and the thing, it will, it will gender more confidence, more trust, more everything. But I can't bring myself to do it. However, I did want to record this for you because I thought it would be great to talk to you about how I was poor, uh, how I got better and how I have a formula that can make you rich. So today I'm going to kind of break it all down for you, especially starting with the mistakes. So three big pieces of the puzzle today on how I can teach you to be rich, right? Number one uh, is what I did first when I went to a seminar and they taught me how to get rich and I did this thing and I want to tell you what I did and it was okay. Second, I then thought I was cooler than the rest and I thought I was going to do better and I did better and then I learned the hard way and I lost a bunch of money. And third, I combined the first two ideas to become, to get the next best idea and I realized that combining these two ideas is what gave me the secret, the secret map, the magic ticket, the money map all of the way. So that is what I want to tell you about today. And you're like, Sean, why so cryptic? So let me tell you why I'm telling you all of this. All of this happened recently, and the reason I'm recording this episode is um, about six or seven years ago, I think I invested like $50,000 into a multifamily deal in Savannah, Georgia. And I think it's like almost eight years ago. And recently I got a check, maybe last year, I got a check for $95,000. So eight years later, 
I got a check for $95,000. So I invested 50,000 and I got a check for 95,000. Here's the sad part. I got no updates, no communication, no emails, no nothing. In fact, I was like, why do I have this wire for $95,000 in my account? Like why? I didn't even, I had to try to figure out what that was for. And I realized it was this multifamily deal that I'd invested in. And then I realized the power of how this has happened passively. And I want to break it all down for you. So first, before I tell you all of that, let's go to number one. I went to a seminar and they told me that this is the way to get rich. They told me the way to get rich was to actually go buy as many single family rental homes as possible. They said, Sharon, go buy any home that has the 1% rule. And the 1% rule, if you don't know it, is you take the purchase price of a house and if your monthly rent is 1% of the purchase price, most of the math will work pretty fine. So for example, if you buy a home for $200,000 and you can charge $2,000 a month in rent, which is 1% of 200,000, then it it uh, validates the 1% rule and everything, all the economics will generally work if interest rates and expenses, et cetera, kind of match up. But the 1% rule is considered a cardinal rule in rental real estate, where if you can have the 1% rule work, things will work. So the first, but I didn't have any money at that time. So I went to the seminar. I think I paid like $1,000 to go to the seminar. Uh, and I was living with my aunt and uncle in the Bay Area at that time. I literally didn't, you know, I, I wasn't doing my first startup. Didn't, <laughs> didn't have any money at that time. So um, I was like, well, I need to invest in real estate. And I had a friend who was a real estate agent in Mount Shasta, California. And I, I will tell you right now, like I've been to Mount Shasta once and it was not to visit this property. And he told me, he's like, Tron, I got this rental home for you. By the way, I recorded a podcast on this. I'll, I'll, I'll link it up in the show notes. But I'll give you the quick summary. He said, if you put this eighteen to twenty thousand dollars down, we can buy this hundred thousand dollar property, and it rents for eleven hundred dollars a month or something like that. I can't remember the exact details because uh, it was many years ago. So I said, sure, sounds good, but I did not have eighteen thousand dollars to put down. But I borrowed from credit cards, which I did a cash advance on two credit cards, borrowed from credit cards, and used that as a down payment to buy this rental property. And after I bought it. Uh, I'd never seen it. I don't even know the address. I knew it was on. I knew it was in Mount Shasta. This guy managed it for me. And then like six months in, the water heater or something broke. So I had all the money that I had made in the first six months and more I spent repairing this water heater. Net, net, at the end of like the second year, my credit card loan balance came due. So I did a rollover where I rolled that credit card into a new um, credit card advance kept with the loan, et cetera, and then finally sold it three years later and made like ten dollars or $11,000. Okay, first off, ten. whoever you are, whatever you do, like, I'm sorry, every $10,000 is great. Like, if you wrote me a check for ten grand today, I'd appreciate that. Like, thank you. Every $10,000 is awesome, you know, and my, um, but, but it didn't, for the amount of pain that I went through, I was like, I don't know if I can, turn around and buy another house and ha- go through the same thing. And like, how many more homes can I buy? I'm like, I have 14 of them. Like, this is crazy. So, but I, I was a good, I knew that I, I know my skill set. I'm a good operator. I'm a, I'm one, I'm a weird, uh, I'm a weird mix in the visionary operator world. A lot of people are visionaries. A lot of people are integrator operators. I'm a half visionary, half operator. So I'm, <laughs> I'm neither good at one thing nor the other, or I'm neither bad at one thing nor the other, but I'm a half visionary, half operator. I like operations, I like systems, I'm an operator. So I thought, I told my business partner, I was like, hey, 
if we, I can find good businesses to invest in. Like, let's become venture capitalists. We've sold a business. We have some liquidity. Let's be a venture capitalist. And I, I met with a legendary venture capitalist in New York City named Fred Wilson, super sharp guy. And he said, Tron, you'll, you, if you're not in this for the long haul, you'll never make it. I'm like, I'm in this for the long haul. He's like, I was like, how do you define the long haul? He goes, when you've lost all your money and you still want to keep going. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean, dude? Like, who has the courage to say when you have lost all your money and you still want to keep going, that's when you're in hit for the long haul. So I was like, well, I'll, when I get there, I'll, I'll figure it out. So I had this idea and I, I said, you know what? I'm going to do, we're going to invest in 10 companies. And I, I'm amazing. I'm fantastic. I'm a venture capitalist. I know everything about businesses. So I started investing in companies and that was my way of creating wealth. So we invested in companies and invested in more companies and invested in more companies and, and like literally company one after the other either folded or went belly up or they needed more money or whatever, right? And I went back to Fred Wilson, the CVC, and he's like, dude, I told you until it's you're in it for the long haul. Well, we invested in two more companies. We probably had like, you know, 14 or 50 com 15 companies in our portfolio over a two, three year period. And then one of those companies went public. So we got a bunch of our money back and it paid for the whole portfolio. So I was break even. So I've done all this work for three years, spent all this money and I was break even. And I was like, this is terrible. I got to cut right so many checks. I feel good like I'm a venture capitalist. Everybody thinks I'm awesome because I'm like, I'm, I'm all that in a bag of chips. But net net, I've made no money in three years. This is terrible. And I realized why. Being an operator is very different than being an investor, okay? The, the Warren Buffett's a good investor. He buys companies at good values. I don't know, I, I, I'm just saying because it's me, I don't know whether Warren Buffett is a good operator. I don't know if he can be a CEO or president or operator of a company, but he's a good investor. What I found is you have to play to your strengths. And if I was investing in all these companies, and if I just, in let's say, let's say I invested um, a hundred, I make up easy numbers. Let's say I invested a hundred thousand dollars into 14 different companies. So that's $1.4 million. If I had actually taken that $1.4 million and invested it in one of my own ideas or projects or companies, I would have like 10, 20 X the money because, because I'm an operator, right? And, and, and I know how to run a business and I'm excited about that. So what I realized from this investing experience was, uh, two things. Number one, to be an investor, you have to learn to take losses. It's very hard it, it, from a mindset perspective if you can't take losses. So the person who's willing to invest needs to be willing to take losses. And number two is just because you're an operator doesn't mean you're an investor because you don't have operating control, right? I didn't have operating control. So I, as an operator, realized that the best thing for me to do was to invest in the companies that I operate or I'm a partner in, where I have operational influence, operating control, operating advice. And that became my shtick. So for the last few years, uh, we have been investing and op being minority operating partners in businesses. And that has been insanely amazing, insanely amazing. So by the way, if you're interested in becoming one of our partner companies, just DM me the word partner and my team will get you some details. But that's what we do. We end up being operating partners in people's companies because I realized that I was an operator. So I told you two stories. Number one, do it yourself, Mount Shasta, where I went to Mount Shasta and I, I didn't go, I bought this property and I learned very quickly that 
buying one multifamily home and adding 10 more to it, like it would take forever. And I, it's, yes, it'll make sense, but I need like 300 of them for it to, for it to be financially free. Second, I thought I was all so cool and be a venture capitalist. And I realized I invested for three years and I just made my money back. My, my, uh, my partner, Peter, in, in, our uh, in our venture capital fund will tell me, oh yeah, if you want losses, invest with Sharon because <laughs> uh, when he invests in companies, you know he'll he'll get you losses. But if you want to make money, work with Sharon because he'll make you money because he operates with you. Pretty good distinction, right, for a partner. He's like, don't invest with him because he'll lose money, but work with him because he'll make you money, which is super interesting. So I have spent a lot of my time trying to figure out where my gifts are. And I want to tell you this. I want to tell you how you can become rich from this experience. And it is combining lesson number one, which is real estate, and lesson number two, which is investing in companies. I realized that how cool would it be because there is a component of real estate that's powerful. Let me actually invest in real estate, but also invest in a business that runs real estate. So I got obsessed with running real estate-based companies. Our last company, Telus Properties, we grew from um, we grew 10x in five years, four times on the Inc. 500 list, uh, acquired by Douglas Elliman out of New York, probably the most Cinderella acquisition in the United States. Really powerful, great culture, but it was backed by the service of real estate, and we grew a big business on the front end of it, which was awesome. Recently, uh, in the last couple of years, my partner Robert and I launched Arc Multifamily Group. And our thesis is to invest in multifamily properties around the US. And that is combining the real estate component with the business component. Here's what I mean. When we buy an apartment complex, everybody thinks we're investing in an asset. No, we're buying a business. We're buying an apartment complex with staff, with vendors, with tenants, with rent, with payroll, with we're buying a business of the apartment complex. And Recently, we are right now in the process, as you're listening to this, we're in the process of buying a 420-unit uh, four-phase development right outside of Atlanta, Georgia. And the idea there is to buy this business, right? There's a, It's a business backed by real estate. We, It is recession-proof because people actually need a place to live. And we run it with a great operations team. And because of that, we create value for our investors. So I realized that to, to flex my skills of being on Wall Street, of being in real estate, of being a good operator, that the best way to do this was to run a business where I can be backed by real estate, but it has to be a business and combine the business and real estate. And that was my, my ticket. So everything that I do now has to be in some way backed by real estate and the business connected to it in some way. And which is what a lot of our investors are invested in. So when I tell you, let me make you rich, I'm going to tell you, don't do option one, which is just go buy a piece of real estate and then hope it'll go up or, you know, people will pay rent or not, don't do number two, just invest in companies Invest. do number three, which is combine the business and the real estate. Meaning you have the piece of, you have the business, but it's backed by real estate. Like we, you're investing in one of our apartment complexes, but it's backed by real estate. So it's really powerful because now the it's asset backed in a lot of ways, which is, which is great. And this goes to the entire $50,000 deal that I originally started with. And I said, hey, did you remember I started, I said I invested $50,000 seven years ago in a, in a multifamily deal and I got $95,000 seven years later. Now, without any reporting, now they ran a bad business, but they still gave me double my money without me having to do anything. 
right? And that's why it gets powerful if you operate it well. By the way, if you're interested in anything that we're working on, uh, just go to uh, arcmf.com. That is our company called Arc Multifamily Group. So arcmf.com forward slash fund. And that's where you get access to all our fun information. If that's of interest to you. Or if you're on Instagram, just DM me the word invest and my team will get you some details. All right. So here's the most important thing I want to tell you. The recap for you is when I look at a business or an opportunity right now, I first say, okay, on the bottommost layer, where is it going macroeconomically? If the macroeconomics are feeling okay, I then say, where is it going geographically? So for example, we are currently only investing in the Southeastern United States and not investing in California. California and multifamily has pockets of rent and the rent control and things like that, which we don't want to do. Plus the values are, how values are done are different here. So we're focused on investing in the Southeast. We built out a team to manage that in the Southeast. Then if the geographical area is right, say in the Southeast, we then do ultra diligence on an asset that the project that we're, we're buying. Then we overlay the entire business on top of it and say, hey, who's the team that's coming with it? Is there an opportunity to increase rent? Is there an opportunity to add value? Is there an opportunity to give the tenant a better experience? Is there an opportunity to, to do more things to create insane value here? Because at the end of the day, the net profit of the business is what values the asset. All right, I say it again, the net profit of the business is what values the asset. So. How am I going to teach you to be rich? How am I going to let you become rich? This exact way. Imagine if um, you could double your money every five years. Imagine if the way you do that is you got 18 to 20% annualized return per year. Imagine if that same investment was backed by real estate. We call it asset backed. It's backed by stuff that you are tangible that you can touch. Imagine if for you as the investor, it was passive. So you didn't have to do anything except let operators like me do the work. And imagine if you could actually combine the power of running a great business with the power of real estate, where it creates a legacy for you. That was the big shift for me, where I thought of all these get rich quick schemes, I thought, hmm, now I spend most, I spend all my time creating income in everything that I'm doing and spending all that time turning that income into an investment in our multifamily fund. So many of our, many of you, many of my friends have co-invested along with me in this opportunity, which is why I'm actually sort of comfortable telling you that let me make you rich because every single project that we've invested in has on the fundamentals of backed by real estate, but it runs a business on top of it. So if you're interested in a five-year double, 80 to 20% annualized, asset backed by real estate, passive for you, and it combines the business and the real estate, uh, just DM me the word Give me the word invest or go to arcmf.com forward slash fund. The reason I'm sharing this with you is to be along on this journey with me. So because in the last 20 years, I made the mistake of just saying, I'm going to go buy another single family home, or I'm just going to be this cool VC and invest in companies, invest in a, invest in a, in, in a vineyard and invest in, uh, you know, my friend's startup. I can do all of that, but I just realized that that I was, I was pissing money away. That was not my jam. I realized that I'm an operator and when I can combine a business overlaid with real estate, I can make a lot of money for myself, for my family and for my friends and my community. So either you do it yourself or you learn how we do it or you do it with us. It doesn't matter. But today I wanted to give you the playbook for making you rich. So if this is of interest, DM me the word invest or go to arcmf.com forward slash fund. It'll have info there. Hopefully this context will help you um, create and change the very financial bloodline of your family. All right, hope that was good. Catch you on the next one.
Patreon. I have a cool gift for you. Since you like this podcast, I actually have an ultra super secret private podcast that I make just for my partner companies and the CEOs and influencers that I advise. It's called 10K Wisdom because I try to wrap $10,000 worth of value in every single episode in just under 10 minutes. That's why it's called 10K Wisdom. It's raw, it's real, it's got no intro or outro or anything like that. It's just straight to the point and to the insights. Since you like this podcast, I think you will like that. So for the first time, I'm making it available to you. Just go to 10kwisdom.com, the number 10kwisdom.com, and my team will activate it for you as my gift. Go to 10kwisdom.com. I'll see you there.